anarchists, violent mobs, arsons, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. In the white room with black curtains. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Inside Agitators podcast. Uh, this one's going to be about the debates. I'm going to blow my brains out live on air. Yeah. Um, get ready. One, get, one two, two, three. <laughs> Haha, just get a thing that said bang came out. And yeah. like bang. the Joker. Yeah. Similar to the Joker, I think um, the only way to win this election is to get everyone... To, to volunteer as poll workers, right? Yes, yes. Secretly. We're a secret organization. So we have an encrypted message. Mm-hmm. And we send a letter to the DNC. And we say this. We say, you either embrace Medicare for all and mm, let's pick another. Let's do... Let's let's do ending privatized prisons. So those two double yeah. whammy: Medicare for all, ending privatized prisons. You know that's or the, else. That's the, that's, you know, or else. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Oh my god! <laughs> Get ready for a beep. <laughs> <laughs> or else. This, this is not going to require a beep. Okay. But this is Joker antics. This isn't like I'm going to poison the well. Yeah. But it is. Um, we, uh, me and my minions at all the poll locations across the United States will interfere with the ballots, taking Trump ballots, obviously in plain sight and disposing of them. So Trump voters across the country think that the election is invalid. And therefore, even if you win, you will never take the White House. <laughs> we will come in voter fraud. <laughs> we will come in right in front of you. Yeah, no, but truly, I think that's our only the option here is to just force the DNC's hand someone get a hold of Nancy Pelosi and be like listen you're gonna lose and so but since you seem to think that you're gonna win by appealing to nine Republicans who don't exist we're forcing your hand you have to embrace popular policies or else we're gonna make the election invalid because they're gonna call it invalid anyway Mm -hmm. but we're just gonna make sure they have an anyway. I'm kidding because <laughs> um, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. If you're listening, Feds, I'm not trying to do that. That's not really. Nah, yeah. Um, I. But what the fuck? Like truly, what is shit? Sh- I mean, Donald Trump looked so bad and is shitting the bed so hard. And but but at the same time had some great. I mean, listen, he was Donnie Casino mm-hmm. and Donnie Casino full was out. full out. But listen. It would have been so easy to nail that motherfucker to the wall with basically any other candidate than Joe Biden. It's shocking to me that he was the centrist that they picked because, like, that goes to show that it was Obama who fixed it. Because who picks him out of the centrists? This is guy's not the guy. Um, even Amy, um, even Pete would have done better. And Amy would maybe not. I don't know that Pete could have done better because a lot of his shit was pre-canned, kind of in the same way. But I think Amy Klobuchar could have clobbed Trump in the face. Mm-hmm. I think she could have given him a good fucking fight. Even Warren could have stood up a better chance. Oh yeah, like like I, I used Mayor to joke Pete about how he'd come out yeah. and be like Pocahontas. Oh look at Pocahontas, and everyone would just applaud. But yeah. like truly, I think any of them would have been better than Joe Biden. But anyway, that's besides the point. Let's not relitigate things. 
Um, but you know what? Actually, let's relitigate things. If it was Bernie who was there, when they were talking about corruption, they could have gotten Trump dead, dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Boom. But instead, Trump's going, well, what about your son taking $3.5 billion from the Ukraine? And guess what? The liberal media hasn't been touching it. They do look corrupt. And guess what? It is true. It's been very like this is the thing that happened. Mm -hmm. And Biden got up there and lied. He lied and denied it, which has been his strategy. That was his strategy in the primary, which is why it was so funny when all these liberals were like, we need a live fact checker. It's like, do you remember his final primary debate against Bernie? The only reason he got out of that completely uh, like on like somewhat unscathed was that fucking when Bernie was like, you wanted to cut Social Security. He was like, no, that was um, Bo Biden. (laughs) <laughs> he just lied yeah. like he, he just was like nah nope i didn't do that actually over and over again that was my son yeah yeah no literally <laughs> this guy's just like nope that was uh you have me mistaken for my twin Bo biden <laughs> like he like truly just lied yeah. and um so he did that again and like and that doesn't it makes it looks bad it looks just as corrupt it's the same thing that we i feel like i'm doing 2016 again it's like this guy's laughably corrupt but if you're also gonna be you know taking money from the same pot how how are you gonna look any better in comparison and you don't and so that was the big fuck up to me um and on top of that there's just people were posting clips of bernie like when pete was coming after him and he interrupted pete and just like he can dominate a stage when he wanted to he just wanted to play nice with the democrats which was his downfall i think he really would have handed trump's ass to him and then and this is why i was talking about medicare for all and ending private prisons over and over again at the debate last night fucking biden fell for their fucking trap just like Bob Trump would say, oh, he wants to do this good thing that 88% of the country, including my base, approves of. And Biden would go, no, no, I promise I want to do the opposite of that thing. I have the Biden plan. My Biden plan is the best plan. Literally mm-hmm. shadow over the Green New Deal, mm-hmm. which alienates. So like that is what young people, I think, care the most about. And then when asked if he supports Black Lives Matter, literally said, I support the police and giving them the more funny to do what they need or whatever the fuck his bullshit answer was. Mm-hmm. And it's like. How are we not worried about losing the progressive vote? How is this just... And also, we implicitly... Like, when he was talking about the violence... And this is what's so fucked up. This motherfucker had the gall to launch his campaign using Heather Hare's name. (coughs) And saying she was killed by the violent white supremacists. And actually, that rally, the Unite the Right rally, was organized by the Proud Boys. Who Trump later shouted out in the debate. We'll get to that. Yeah. He used that Charlottesville rally to say, I saw the divisions in this country and I knew we had to heal, which at the time almost looked like, oh, I'm going to be the guy who's going to fight on the side of people against the white supremacists. But no, no, no. He wants to heal the divide and bridge the gap. He wants to find the middle ground between the Heather Hairs and the Proud Boys. And that's the project, folks. And, and, and the horrible thing is that position to take implicitly admits so much of what the fascists are saying is right. Like when he was talking about the violence, he talked about how the Proud Boys killed Heather Hare and the white supremacists killed Heather Hare in 2017. And then he goes and then after George Floyd and the violence we saw this summer and like, dude, why bring up George Floyd? Literally connect that violence to the violence we're seeing now, to the emboldening white supremacy. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you drop the ball that fucking hard? Mm -hmm. And listen, some brave intern who I hope got a a raise or a promotion 
nailed into Joe's head in the basement they were training in. That was the funniest Fox <laughs> News line. They're training for the debate. Um, but like they get, got it in his head. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Yeah. So he did say that at the debate. Which is very, well, honestly was very surprising yeah. to yeah. me at least. Yeah. And, and, and I actually will say that was a, probably his best moment. Um, his other good moment was shut the hell up, man. That, that did well with a lot of people. I didn't think it was that impressive. It wasn't even that good of a shut the hell up. It was kind of like under his breath, but no, whatever. I think it just got overshadowed by the amount yeah. of insults that Trump for sure. And if I was an undecided him. voter, I wasn't like getting hype about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and the third thing is I actually, I criticized him shitting on the green new deal. I thought he did an all right job with the environment. I thought he explained the Biden plan. Good. That was like a good sell sales pitch to America is like what they probably think is reasonable for climate. So like, whatever. And let's hope we can push him left once he gets in there. But like to shit the bed that hard on black lives matter is pretty just pretty bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I just, and they tell, and these are the same people that are telling you go out and vote. And yeah. Things will change. Yeah. When you have that person in there. And he's actually on stage talking about, we need to prosecute everyone that does violence left and right. And then that gave Trump the opportunity to then say, no, 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 it's just coming from the left, folks. Because mm-hmm. then Biden has already implicitly admitted there is violence on the left, mm-hmm. which you should never – it's it, it, what? It, it should be, mm-hmm. what, violence against property? How does the violence stack up? All those questions are thrown to the wayside because mm-hmm. we've now admitted, no, they're both violent and both need to be punished. So then Trump gets to go, no, 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 my guys are justified because someone's got to do something about what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And now the debate is lost that Heather Hare was the first casualty. That's been lost in the in the in the discussion. Mm-hmm. And then Trump gave out the call to the Proud Boys. When they asked him to denounce white supremacy, he wouldn't do it. When they gave him a particular group, he said, Proud Boys, I'll tell you this, you know, whatever the fuck the clip is. Um Stand back, stand by. Yeah, and you know, whatever the fuck it is he said, <laughs> to directly address a white supremacist militia like you're the leader on camera is insane. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a crazy person because I was talking about the Proud Boys in twenty seventeen, these same libs who were doing the we have to vote thing. Three years ago, we're talking – and the same libs who now are really panicking about the Proud Boys and they're going to steal the election. They're going to be at the – they're going to interfere with the vote, the vote, the voting. They're going to interfere yeah. with the vote, vote, vote. So fucking these crazy vote crackheads are now all concerned about the Proud Boys when three years ago, these same liberals were like, hold on now. The Unite the Right rally was extreme, but should we really show up and punch the Nazis? We need to disavow Antifa who showed up ready to fight them. Now, there are plenty of liberals on the left and people who are blue check marks in the media who, all, who I'll go out there and say, no, I was there in Charlottesville and Antifa were there to fight the Proud Boys and we needed them. And there's a lot of people saying that, too. But mm. he's pushing that narrative. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, and so it's just it's just these pr- you implicitly admit that, like, it's equal things and that. But really, Antifa is the response. It's anti-fascism. It's a response to the mm. Proud Boys. Mm-hmm. And that it's not that the Proud Boys are a response to Antifa. And. Oh, they just they 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 fuck up so badly. And that's how the nation understands these things. And I almost feel like it's uh, it's not that it's done on purpose, but the liberal media is more willing to like. So, for example, the fucking Proud Boys are on CNN. Their leaders like talk. They have like the, the their Mexican leader and they're literally doing a segment on how like. He's a different race and he's in the Proud Boys mm-hmm. and they're calling it white supremacists. So are they really white supremacists? And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like the white or black thing doesn't matter. It is it, a, it's more about class and like class characteristics anyway. But mm. B, these are murder. This is a murderous hate group that wants to kill BLM and Antifa. It's about mm. politics. It's not about race. It's about they want to kill BLM and Antifa. They see them as their political enemies. Mm. They want them dead. 
And and listen, we should have when the Proud Boys were eighteen people uh, limply jumping each other in an alleyway. Yeah. They they should have been taken care of then. And there were discussions about that on the left, but no, everyone knew you couldn't, because mm. then we were going to be the real fascists, and even the liberal media was going to call us out. Yeah. But guess what? When Kyle Rittenhouse wants to go be on the offensive against Antifa, they the, raise money for him. They raise money for him. The DHS puts out the talking points, mm. and that's the fucking difference. That's why they win, and that's why fascism is winning, and the good guys are losing. Yeah, because we're not. We don't want. We don't want to play ball. We don't want to wield power. Too pussy. Too pussy. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. The the liberals just constantly just do the same old shit, and I'm just tired of it. Yeah. Know? And Joe I, Biden— I think that was just a big part of me moving so far left anyways is finally seeing, like, wow, you people are just all fucking just want to argue. That's all you guys want to do, yeah. you know? Yeah. You, you don't care about— us black people in general as much as you say you do you can scream black lives matter you want to but are you out there doing what antifa is doing you know no you should be doing what antifa is doing that's what a real patriot does yeah you know honestly and i'm fuck it i'm gonna say it fuck it whatever yeah because honestly antifa you you get afraid to say it now because antifa Mm -hmm. they're the they're the rioters and the ones breaking windows they're not it's a terrorist they're not even labeled as a terrorist organization they're not even the anarchists that some of them are anarchists but they're not even like the anarchist skateboarders like breaking windows and shit Mm -hmm. antifa generally it's defensive measures it's defensive tactics taken against the police to secure the safety of protests. That's what a black block is. Yeah. And it's been the, the definition of what it is. And that's the argument Joe Biden should be making on stage. You know, that these are people who are standing up voluntarily, not as an organization, mm. to, to act in an anti-fascist manner. That's not violence. That's defense. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and But you implicitly give them their argument because the truth is they also need to be able to send in the cops to sweep out a protest when they're in office and people are protesting for the Green New Deal trying to force their hand. They rely on the state power and the fascism just as much as the right wing. And that that's the hidden little secret. And, and that's why they can't fully... That's why this has been allowed to fester. That's why we have this white supremacist problem. That's why we might not have a free election. And quite honestly, it's funny. There's this video of a proud boy going around who's talking about getting gearing up for war if Biden wins. And if Biden loses, you know, BLM and Antifa are going to be trying to install them. And it's like, you motherfuckers smoking crack? Not one person is taking up a rifle to install Joe Biden. No, yeah. These motherfuckers are going to be all geared up, loaded up, like ready to go on November 3rd. And no one's going to fight. They're going to be standing in the street with pointing guns at nobody. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Joe Biden's going to win. They're going to be like, all right. Yeah. Who's ready to die for Joe Biden? Not me. Not me. No, <laughs> yeah. fuck no. So like, uh, I truly, like, uh, maybe the democracy, and that's the, that's the other fuck up with Bernie. Like, if they do steal this election, like, no one's going to go die for Joe Biden. We could have had a, like, revolution in this country and mm. fight to restore the democracy with a leader like Bernie. With Joe, then, Joe Biden? Yeah. Give me a fucking break. No. Yeah, and then eventually when his mental cognitive ability just declines so bad that is kamala okay we need to talk about this what the fuck is with liberals and this we talked about it before during after the dnc they wheeled out the stuttering kid and we're like look he's like joe biden this is the craziest shit you got you're not gonna believe this so here's what i this is the tweet it's it goes something like this it had 200k retweets it's like how beautiful is it that kids around the world get to that have struggle with uh, speech impediments get to see Joe Biden hold his own against Trump tonight? What an inspiration. And it's like, how fucking gross is it that we're telling kids with speech impediments mm-hmm. 
that they're the guy with dementia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> What's up with that? And then 200K, like, think about the, the are these poor kids with stutters out there with these liberal RB parents with an RBG t-shirt who have been crying for the past week mm. who are like, look, honey, that's like you. That's like you. Where Joe, when Joe Biden can't remember where he is. You could be there one day. Yeah. Like what? What? Like he's not on. No, like, they could do better than like, that. Like, they, 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 <laughs> yeah. They're not going to struggle cognitively. Like it's just such a, it's so dishonest. Mm. And, and, and people just fall hook, line and secret for this. Just dishonest shit that is so clearly thought up in a think tank or a boardroom. It's like so obvious. It's like, ah, uh, just right in front of their faces. But the symbolic gestures mean more yeah. than the actual issue. It's also what a low bar holding your own is. He held his own against Trump. No, so he got it, it, shat on. Is, is he the greatest threat to our democracy ever and a fascist in the white house? Or is he someone who we could have a candidate who just needs to hold his own against? Like what? What? Why is that the bar? Yeah. (laughs) These people live in fucking La La Land. And I'm sorry. I feel like we rag on liberals all the time on the show. I hate the right wing more, but it's just like, I I feel like they're my stumbling block right now. They're the stumbling block of this movement. They're really the the thing holding us back by buying this shit, by falling for the bullshit. And, uh, you know, I just... And then I've seen so many people after the debate, their response was to once again post that stupid fucking meme about like... Biden wasn't my first choice either, but after last night's debate, if you if you don't just vote, you you must feel so privileged because the blah, 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 you know, and the typical non-voters are privileged stick, which once again cooked up in a think tank or a boardroom. Non-voters are not privileged; they typically are the most uh, disenfranchised mm. uh, fucking minority voters. Out of like, if statistically. It's the people who vote the most are like middle class white people not, and yeah. high upper class white yeah, like, people. I think the whole like go vote thing is somewhat of like a, just a middle class thing to tell the poor people oh you better go do it's it we to tell blame you it to on do. them yeah and it's just like if you don't do it then like it's, it's on you easy scapegoat yeah it's on you if we, and if then, we and lose that, and that just accounts for just no accountability whatsoever no no holding your politicians accountable Zero. not actually doing the work of what a politically active person would do but know? guess what People genuinely are powerless. And I mm-hmm. think in the face of this powerlessness and this political machine that seems like it will never move for you, it's easier to live in a world where the problem is the poor people you can punch down at than it is to live in a world where it's Nancy Pelosi, which like how do you even tackle getting her to move in the right direction? It's a very complicated thing. Yeah. And the answer is all standing together. But because that's a difficult thing to imagine in this late capitalist, atomized, alienated fucking society, hyper competitive, mm-hmm. all the fucking things I could say about it, 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 it makes it difficult. And, and, but you know what the thing is? I truly think uh, a lot of people are right now where I was at in 2016. In 2016, I was definitely like a Bernie guy. I liked Bernie. And I went to a Bernie rally, and that changed the course of my life politically. But when he lost the primary, I wasn't necessarily one of the, oh, it was fixed people. I didn't follow it that closely where I knew all the intricacies. I kind of thought, yeah, you know, who knows? And I 100% was like, Trump's a fascist. Mm-hmm. And I knew about, like, these groups. The Proud Boys weren't really – they were – Charlottesville, I feel like I knew about them. But, you know, I knew about this threat. This was something I talked about was the Nazis and the white supremacists being emboldened and like it coming back and it being like fascism. And I remember people looking at me fucking crazy. And at the time I was kind of where people are now where I was like, all right, I hate Hillary. She's a corrupt, horrible candidate, 
But guess what? She's better than a fascist. And I think that's where a lot of people are now. Mm-hmm. But then when Hillary lost and I saw them not hold themselves accountable for losing and just shit the bed, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. It should have been Bur- Bernie would have won. Like that mm-hmm. stuck with me. So I think that's what it might take for a lot of these people who were rat briefly rat. Cause I feel like there's so many people who were like radicalized at the end of May really. Cause all those, the pandemic, George Floyd, all these factors, and we're super like with the cause. I felt like everything was changing. The tides were turning. Mm-hmm. And then it, felt, it feels like so many people have folded hard and have just gone to posting like, just vote Inst- infographics that like pat themselves on the back because they feel like better than their peers no, on Instagram. Because it's easier than going out in the streets and getting the shit beat out of you by a cop. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah, because they see that. That's the easy TV. answer. Literally, it's the easiest shit, yeah. you know. No, and it is fear. And that's, that is, um, what time are we at? 20. To leave it on uh, any note, I think fear is the enemy. And and the debate, those two men looked scared. Mm-hmm. And that's, that fear is projected on purpose, and they exacerbated by purpose by all levels of power. And people are terrified, and that's what's allowing this fascism to fester. That's what's allowing people to be scared of BLM and Antifa and, and movements that are for the people. And that's what is driving people into the government's uh, safe, burly arms. <laughs> Yeah. And and it is a it's a terror I really feel the slide into fascism. And uh you know when and we are living in a moment now where Listen, the mics didn't work for the first 7 minutes of the debate. If you aren't aware of the fact that a you live in the heart of the empire. A lot of people after the debate are like I'm leaving the country. I think a lot of people realize after the debate how bad it is. People have caught mm-hmm. up to me as as far as to how fucked things are. Yeah. Yeah, even more so than I probably would have thought in 2016. I say they're where I'm at 2016. They might be a little more feel a little more exacerbated. Yeah. But like on some real shit. If you watch those debates and you panic, a lot of people are like I'm going to leave the country or or they're just burying their heads in the sand. Like one of one of the roommates that was in the house and we were watching it Literally was like, I got to walk away and just started humming to herself. And it was like, like, cause you couldn't even listen to it. It was so much. Yeah. And like, I think that's like a lot of people is just, it's like almost a too much to really fully process. And I worry that people will just take the easy answers because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why fear is the enemy. Cause, cause that fear, uh, and that fear is what drives the fascists. That's what drives the proud boys. That's what drives Trump and every single one of his voters is this fear of the mobs and the other. Yeah, it's the darkness that the Democrats are talking about, the DNC. But yeah, this exact it's, thing. It's that we're... the exact same analogy. Yep. We're just trying to get rid of the darkness. Yep. Joe Biden will get rid of the darkness. Yeah, the scary go things. Back the scary things that are very ha- they're very much happening right now. Yeah. And let that darkness, you know, we're at nighttime right now. We're, yeah. about, we're about at midnight. And, you know, if Joe Biden gets elected, it'll be daytime again. We can go out, go to brunch. Yeah. Have a great time. Yeah. Drink, <laughs> drink in the clubs. Coronavirus. You know, we'll actually yeah. have a testing, you know. I don't. No, but that is what people think. I think, and uh, when when that promise either isn't fulfilled when Biden gets in, or isn't fulfilled because the fascists win, mm. I do think people will ask questions as to why that happened, and I don't think that they're going to be able to pull Russia again. Although, maybe they don't need to pull Russia this time. Maybe it's oh, the Proud Boys intimidated too many voters at the polls, and this he stole the election, and the and the the mail fraud, and well, this they, and that. They hold on to it pretty well. The whole Russia narrative. I, they still talk about it now. You there, and, you know, there, and, and there are some swaths instances of here and there, like I, even on like mainstream outlets. I, I remember Huge. cutting on NBC yeah. one time, and there was just like 
at least eight months removed after the whole Mueller uh, yeah. Mueller trial investigation thing, and they're still like Russia, Russia, Trump, Russia, foreign ties, you know. And there are huge amounts of people that think BLM and Antifa are Russian funded and helping Trump. And that narrative is literally built by like ruling class people who are scared that liberals will think mm-hmm. the protests are good. So they're like, oh, it's Russia and it helps Trump. And these dumbasses mm-hmm. buy it. Like, it, it's really yeah. sad, honestly. Yeah. It's really sad. And once again, it's fear. Fear of the other. Fear of mm-hmm. Russia and hacking the election. And like, stop being scared by these fuckers. Like, stop being scared. They're I, plutocrats. I, yeah. They're, they have they, the money to disseminate the disinformation, all the disinformation they want to. Actually do your fucking research. Yeah. No, and that's the sad part is it just feels like... And here's another thing that happened. Fucking, you know... I. We, have we talked about the debates enough? I, I feel like there were other moments. Um, yeah. uh, the I don't know. The other big moments that kind of stood out to me is like the shut up clown, how much people kind of put on that. Like, oh, see, he's giving it back to him. And it was like under his breath practically. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, or, and then he was like, oh, excuse me, this guy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. then immediately backtracked on it. Yeah. Like, like he didn't, didn't get washed by Trump in the first five minutes yeah. of the debate. Like, Oh, yeah, and also the 2v1 argument, I think, is pretty interesting, too. I kind of agree with that, though. Really? I'm not going to lie. They, I think they did. I think they did. But they have some, like, to, because Biden here. really wasn't, was letting him get away with too much. And as a journalist, mm-hmm. you kind of can't let a fascist just get away with that shit. Yeah. And it goes to show how weak Biden, I mean, I, it's a valid thing. But no liberals can tackle that, because it, it, it displays how weak Biden is that Chris Wallace had to step in. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, it's just, it's so hard. Another thing with Biden, uh, you know, A, he did let Trump interrupt him a lot, but that's going to happen. But he yeah. said, I beat the socialist. And then Trump goes, barely. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, home stumps up here right next to you. Yeah. Or I'm standing in front of you. Yeah. And, like that may have been like somewhat of a moment for him. But yeah. Not really. Uh, another thing is like after the debate, when like the immediate reaction of someone like the, the Joe Biden team that came up with, it was like, this is a. As you could see, Joe Biden was stable up there and could hold his own. And this this was about stability. hold his own was the line. Yeah, that was stability, the line. Hold yeah. his own and stability. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. You're right. Both of the, that, those are the talking points. Spot on. Very perceptive. Because mm-hmm. I, I noticed the uh, the hold his own thing that was everywhere. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It was all stability. Like yeah. Trump is so chaotic on the stage. And look at Biden. He's yeah. the adult in the room. Look at him. He's just a child and he's just a bully. And he's. I mean, that's yeah. true. Those both. Yeah, of those, no, things are those true, are true. Yeah. But you know that. But I also, think- why are we acting shocked by this? He. Yeah. This is how he <laughs> won the. GOP primaries in 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, this, we knew going into the debate that this was how he was going to act. Why are we not prepared? It's so funny. The My favorite Trump moment of all time is when, you know, Marco Rubio is like yeah. standing there talking. He needs to, like, the sip of water. And then later, Trump at a rally is like, oh, look, I'm Marco Rubio. And just throws <laughs> the fucking water <laughs> in the air. Like, come on. This is who we're doing. Yeah. Like, you. He's a comedian. Yeah, he really is. He's so funny. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, so he was at I was watching his Pennsylvania rally after the debate uh-huh. and he's go, he's like and folks and he says he doesn't he just the Biden plan or the Biden plan folks they want to do radical climate change and even if it's not radical I mean have you guys used the paper straws they're shitty they're <laughs> and the crowd's like Woo! and like he's right the paper straws fucking suck like 
but he's a fucking comedian. It's yeah. like it's truly like a Jerry Seinfeld routine. It's like, yeah. what's the deal with paper straws? <laughs> like, it's like, like oh, yeah. Mr. Trump, no, true. And like, and he's working the crowd. It's like, look at the, the congressman over there. He, well, how long he served? Twelve years? Fourteen years, folks. Fourteen. Look at that. Oh, oh, don't even get me started on the one next to him. Oh, look I at my African American over there. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, he, isn't but, he great? <laughs> he was even doing crowd work. Like, look at yeah. this guy. I wouldn't want to wear his mask. Yeah. Look at like, he's like, <laughs> like he's. He's like truly like a fucking yeah. casino comedian. I mean, yeah. it's it's and uh, I don't know. It's just it's <laughs> it's just uh, it's so hard to watch. Um, another thing at the Pennsylvania rally that I noticed is he's really doubling down on like the the Biden's being manipulated by the radical left thing. And I really am. I really almost think that that they've made that what this election's about. But I kind of feel like Trump's going to be able to sell to people that Biden will be manipulated by the radical left. Like, mm-hmm. I th- I don't think Biden's good at selling that he's going to betray the left to mm-hmm. anyone but the left. Yeah. And so I think taking the Republicans' bait over and over and over again. And you watched mm-hmm. that debate, and they were getting baited. You over just lost it. the left. Yeah. You, no, you yeah. lost the he entire liter- radical he left. He literally <laughs> said it. He yeah, gave yeah. the game away. I forgot mm-hmm. that. He literally no, said yeah, it. He was like, you just lost the left. Yeah. With that statement right there. Yeah. Oof. And he knows that. That's what his strategist told him. That they told him to goad him into that shit during the debate. And mm-hmm. Biden walked walked right into that fucking trap over and over and over again. And you literally saw the percentage points falling. And then and 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 the crazy part is. If non-voters are so important that they're going to sway the election, maybe we should appeal to them. Mm. <gasps> Whoa. Dude, I've never thought of it that way. Whoa, right? Dude, that's like a good idea. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy, Dude, we bro. should We should do that. <laughs> like, literally just <laughs> Medicare for All. Yeah. Medicare for All would swing mm. over 44% of the Republican Party. And at the perfect, I know we've talked about this before, but coronavirus, yeah, like the absolute ballpark, like home How run. How many Trump yeah. supporters do you mm-hmm. think are in medical debt? Probably That's a time. good chunk, dude. Because yeah. there are no maskers, too. Yeah. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, if they weren't before, they are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, but like, in the end, you know, I hate to do the Charlotte Climber thing of like laughing at poor people suffering, but like, listen, like it. it these, this is a winnable. These are people who suffer the same pains we do, mm-hmm. who 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 feel the same sorrows and want to address the same issues, and are being misled because they don't hear us wanting to address these same issues from Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. They don't hear our pain from Joe Biden. They don't. Scranton Joe isn't selling it anymore. He's not. It's not cutting it. And and any political strategist who thinks it is is out of touch. That man's been eating fucking eighteen dollar sandwiches for years. Yeah, yeah, you uh, bullshit. Like, and um, yeah. What time are we at? It's right at. 30 yeah. Wait. Any final thoughts on everything? Yeah, I, I thought, and and just like my final thoughts on the debate, uh, I thought overall Trump lost. Just because he, I think the goal of a debate in general for a president is to make sure, like, oh, things have been all right. How has your last four years been? Here's like my track record. Uh, the here's why you should reelect me. This is why I'm better yeah. than Joe Biden. But it was really more of just attacks and everything. So I think in a way, Trump has like shot himself in the foot because he is behind in the polls. And then he is like, I think he needed to go in this debate, like thinking. Oh, I need to turn the tides. I need to be able to 
God damn it. <laughs> I need to be able to uh, just, you know, win over some, I guess, win some momentum back. Okay. And I don't think he was able to do that. So here's my take on Trump at least being behind in the polls is that there is a bias in the polls because there's what's called the closet Trump voter mm. who doesn't want to admit that they're voting for Trump. Yeah. So there has to be at least a point or two disparity on that. And, and, and you know, Trump's not behind in every poll. Mm. And so, you know, and, and once again, Hillary was up at this point in the election. Although, granted, Biden is further ahead than Hillary was at this point. But I got to say this. Going into the debate, I think it's something like 56% of people were watching it for the entertainment. 40% of people were watching it to find out how their candidate did. And then like 4% of people were watching or 6% of people were watching it to like... Uh, Actually decide on yeah. a candidate. So like, it's like not a lot of people. And it's mm-hmm. and on top of that, and I kind of almost feel like if I was on the side and I walked into that, Trump would have projected more confidence to me. If I was one of those, I vote for the man, not the president. Mm-hmm. And I'm not too caught up on the decorum shit, which a lot of America isn't as much as the, the elites think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't think anyone really minds a rude interruption, you know, as much as the liberal elites think they do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and you could see that by the tweets. It's like, he's like you're the guy in your grad student class, but do- that doesn't do the reading, but only wa- always wants to talk during lecture. It's like... Yeah, I don't think uh, Middle America relates to feeling that way about Trump. I think they're like, no. woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, yeah, yeah. Trump that bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> truly, truly. Um, I think they're laughing, and so yeah. uh, like, I I truly think undecideds. I maybe first of all, let me say this: there aren't winners and losers. There's no way. To, like the the, the the loser is us, the American people. The mm-hmm. ruling class won in April when Bernie lost. We we lost. We're not getting health care. Mm-hmm. The def- police are not getting defunded. We're fucked. The, the American people lost that debate. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let me let, uh, to to entertain this. I'll say this: I think undecideds probably went more to Trump. I do not think any Democrats were convinced by Donald Trump to go vote for Trump. I'll say that. Yeah. I, I, I do, however, think there was only room for them to lose their base. Mm. And I think Trump did a good job of holding on to his base, angering the things that they get angry about, you know. Mm. And, but, and, and Biden's strategy was entirely to not worry about holding on to his base. Fuck that. Doesn't matter because mm. they have my assumption of Trump's not going to be able to scoop off any of the base. Mm. So because of that assumption, they went in – and we're like, all right, let's just let's just fully attack Trump and try to scoop as many of his voters at, as we can. Mm. And they did that fully at the cost of losing and alienating their own voters mm. that they should have been focused on emboldening during the debate. Yeah. And and I, I am worried that every time he said something like, "I will not do the Green New Deal," "I will not." Uh, defund the police. I want to give them more resources. Trump wants to defund the police. Yeah, most most I, cops are good people. Yeah, every time he said something like that, I feel like he lost more progressive voters than he gained from Trump's base. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair political analysis. Um, and uh, I just really, there's still time to change course. I don't think they're gonna. But if they did, we could actually maybe secure a victory. It's really really scary to in the face of someone who's literally calling white supremacist groups to action have a such an incompetent group of people um fighting against them and um so another thing is uh, wall street after the debate fully started to put their money behind uh joe biden 
and not the GOP. And all of a sudden, the GOP isn't getting money from Wall Street and the big, big donors. And that shows to me, it was something that I've been suspicious of, and I've talked about before, that the ruling class sees Biden as stability, not threatening their bottom line, maybe better for it, in fact. And uh, that's their strategy is to just get the most money. But I don't know that money is what's going to win an election. I think they need to juice out voter turnout, mm-hmm. and they're not doing that. They're just they're just competing for the interest. And now what we've done is set ourselves up in this almost free market competition scenario where the Democrats and Republicans are competing for Wall Street donations and not the votes of the people. And that yeah. is a scary place to be in. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a flu- we live in a plutocracy. Well, and, and, and I don't think anyone's ever doubted that, but it's like literally in your face now. And I, I forget exactly how it leaked, but someone from a firm was fired because he was insisting on giving money to the Republican Senate races, at least in North Carolina and another state, and was told not to. And it looks like they want Democrats to take the Senate, this new Wall Street kind of super PAC. So, interesting. Why do they want Democrats to take this? And, 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 you know, and that's scary as someone on the left to think that, you know, if that, if we're, the two parties are both enemies of ours. Yeah, that's it. And a lot, and, and I actually, so I would say that the winner of the debate was the ruling class. And uh, the banks in Wall Street. And the loser was the hippies. Because the whole night was hippie punching. Honestly, it was. Mm-hmm. The whole night was who hates the left more. That's what the debate was about. Yeah. And it goes to show the power Bernie Sanders has. <laughs> because it felt like the debate was about Bernie. And like, who hates him more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, truly. Yeah. And, and, and that... Um, so yeah, that's my very complicated take on who the winners and losers. I don't know. But I truly am concerned that they lost more progressive voters and they gained uh, conservative voters and maybe polling will show that after the first debate and they'll change course and, and change their strategy. And I, I truly hope they do. But um, I have a feeling that this new wall street money coming in is going to be a little more appealing to them than the securing voter turnout. And that's on them. That's a decision they've made. That is not on non-voters who have no power of this political system. Mm -hmm. And if you're wokely shaming people who have no power over this political system and think you're woke for patting yourself on the back for asking for less, congratulations, you've been brainwashed. Your brain is mush. Yeah, soft. Soft. All right. On that note, we out. All right. Have a good one, folks.